Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast. This is going to be episode 36, and I am joined in the VRBO studio tonight with a couple reoccurring guests, and <laughs> I'm not stopping it, we're just going to roll with it. It is currently 11.30 on Thursday evening <clears throat> the 19th the 19th and we are in devil's lake now uh the new guest on the show i'm gonna just let him introduce himself Alrighty, i'm cameraman cubby and i'm gonna make the first <laughs> thing i'm gonna make it well known that jacob does have his 60 dollars now <laughs> he does we'll and, let it roll from there and he's he has commented on that several times since. yeah and i'm done listening to that <laughs> We're just going to apologize right now for how this one's going to turn out. Um, we've got some beverages in front of us, and it's been a long day, especially for Nashville. Nashville's in the house. Hello. Hello. He, he's going to be on the next episode. Um, but the other two people that are joining us. Yeah. Yeah, we got Timmy. Yep. And Mike. Mikey. So. You fellas made it up here before anybody else did, so why don't you, I don't have any, I didn't catch nothing today, so I don't need to to talk about how I did, but how did you guys do, and how did you end up where you ended up? Well, I'll go first, and mine will be shorter than Timmy's. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) I got five total, only one keeper, so all walleye. How big was the keeper? 16. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Timmy, let's hear it. (laughs) Jesus. This is like the worst episode that we've ever done. All right, well, we got in town about 1130-ish and went out to one of the bays in the northern part of it and found a nice point. We can name drop it. Six Mile Bay. Found a nice point out there and <clears throat> punched three or four holes, and then we were marking fish suspended. So we were hole hopping and fishing out on the ice, and we were catching, like we caught four without the shack set up, and then we just popped the shack up, and then we were catching fish all the way out to like 7.30, and we got 20 walleye on the board. And... uh we got eight uh, keepers. And you guys were running the... You set up the double hub. Yep. You Because you had three people on a snowmobile. Mm-hmm. Which if you tried putting three guys my size or if you tried putting me and Mike together oh. on a snowmobile, <laughs> I, I don't... No. That's just <laughs> not, not going to happen. We made it work. I told you to back the, up, Mike, because you were breathing into the mic. There, there was... Hear it. There was a little issue. Now you can get closer if you're going to talk. Maybe I just like breathing heavy. Mm. Are you stressed out? I'm always stressed when you're Would you get closer to the mic if you're going to talk? No. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm I'm going to... Everybody else that's in the VRBO with us tonight, most of them will make an appearance on a podcast. So we've got... Nashville standing back here. (laughs) 
Jake Beauchamp, who's had one beer and he's already stumbling out the door. Uh, the boss, Peyton. Uh, Donkey. And uh, Farmer Logan. He didn't even know we had a podcast until about 10 minutes ago. And then he was making fun of us for it. And now he's sitting over there making TikToks about us. <laughs> but uh, Nashville and I, I picked them up from the airport this morning. Well, about 12.30, and then we did some running around Fargo. Um, he bought a new ice suit and new Stole boots. It. Well, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get into that. But, Cubby, you also went to Shields today. And I you, did. What did you buy? I got myself a new ice fishing pole. It was a nice unit. <laughs> you know, for how much you were carrying that thing around... You got to have more to say than just it was a nice unit. It's a unit. I just know you got to get used to the pole before you go out on the ice with it. You can't expect <clears throat> to use something brand new out there and do great with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he held his fishing rod from Shields and Fargo all the way to Devil's Lake, which is about a two and a half, three hour drive. Getting some practice in. Lots actually. Oh yeah, he did line it on the way here, so that was that was good. We weren't even out of Fargo by the time I finished that, though. You're super fast. Stick on him, Flash Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is what is our kind of game plan for tomorrow? I guess we could kind of get into what we have, <laughs> what we have for for rigs and stuff, because we've got quite the the fleet. If you add everything that we have together, I think house wise we have we got to be pushing what eight to ten portable houses. If we were to use every single one that we had. Yeah. And then we've got enough augers to supply a small army. Um, but, so get I guess getting into equipment. That <laughs> okay. Cameraman Covey's first podcast is a train wreck. They are, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, we got uh, Colin, who is also known as Timmy Sr. I just found out today that he doesn't like that nickname. Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> Colin and Caleb... Who we were going to call Timmy the Third, but the whole Timmy thing just ain't working out. It's not going to work with the whole same name thing, though, so he's going to have to change it. <laughs> he's older than you, though, so I think you're going to have to change yours. Uh, I've been around longer. I mean, if we talk about seniority or anything like that. <laughs> what? Around the podcast. I was going to say. But honestly, who, who? Around the crew and stuff. I mean, who knows who Caleb Beto is? I mean, everybody knows Cubby. <laughs> he's not wrong. I, I mean, mean, you. I'm gonna choose to disagree. I feel like a lot of people know me. <laughs> what do they know by you by? Real name? They know you by cameraman Covey. Just depends on the group of guys you're with, I suppose. We're the only group that matters right now. Oh, yeah this this is our time, and we have somehow stumbled into seven minutes of people either unsubscribing from our podcast, <laughs> deleting us from their search history, and just not, yeah. <laughs> You know what? We're just vibing. And if you listen, you might learn something on how to catch a fish if if uh, Timmy talks about it. <laughs> you know, tomorrow we might have a lot more to talk about when it comes to the fishing. A lot of us didn't really get the chance to hit the hard waters today. All right, Cubby, what's your game plan going into tomorrow? Catch fish. Well, yeah, we're just going to head to the ice. and I mean, the fish come to me, basically, as soon as I hit the hard waters. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like what I, I don't know. I don't either. You just have to trust the flow. 
<clears throat> just trust what your mind is telling you. So skipping forward to tomorrow, um, we're most likely going to do another episode tomorrow night sometime, and then we're going to we're gonna post these episodes uh, fairly quickly compared to our once a week thing that we've been doing. But today we were set up in 20, 22 to... 23, 22, 20 Yeah, in between 20 and 25 yeah. feet. And we did... I mean, I was marking fish pretty much the whole time that we were out there. Yep. It was, and, and you kind of showed up right at prime time, but we I were. Did. You guys did the dirty work and found the fish today, and then I just showed up. Yeah, we were pretty lucky. We kind of came off that point, and Mike was kind of getting stuck, so we figured this would probably, that was probably the best spot to go to before yep. getting out even farther, so. So, yeah, the, the, for the rest of this season, um, if you do not have tracks, I mean, we haven't ventured too far out. I know tomorrow we're going to, uh, some of us are going to go out of Woodland. Uh, we'll probably end up making our way over to Graham's Island. But from what we saw today, it's it's tough out there without without tracks. You can do it, but I think Harold, the Honda, burned through whatever oil he had left in there. He never burns oil. Yeah. How often do you run it in second gear pinned? Well, that was a, at least a mile and a half today. Yeah, that was... <laughs> He, Mike has a, a lighted whip stick on the back of his four-wheeler, and he can change colors on it. And we told him before we left that if he ends up getting stuck and needs help, change the color of the whip, and we'll come come for him. Color never changed. Color did never change. He almost got stuck a couple times, but just kept on keeping on. Yep. We didn't really have any mishaps today. Well... I shouldn't say that. You should have seen that Besides otter. Besides that freaking... <laughs> how much... St- Camera my copy. How much stuff do you think that you can put in a otter? Um, is it an otter? Yeah, it's an otter. What mm-hmm. is it? The otter... It's a cabin. The otter cabin. Flip over. How much gear do you think you could put in that sled? Because whatever you're going to say is a way underestimation to what <laughs> Timmy was doing with that thing today. You damn near needed a three-quarter ton pickup to pull that thing around. <laughs> well, I mean, we usually fill up the house pretty well when it comes to just me and you even going fishing. When it comes to just gear, propane, rods, and then... What did you all have in that house? Um, we had three rod bags, a heater, propane tank, and then we had the 850 XD stacked on top of it, a shovel, auger plus everything else in the sled. And you just broke your mic. <laughs> yeah, my, this mic is the one that's a little a little broken. I think it got dropped. You know, one thing I did notice today, because <clears throat> when we left, I ended up pulling your house off or put it on top of my sled. <clears throat> but one thing I noticed today is how much heavier your... I've carried both of them before. But yeah, you, like, manhandled the other one off of uh, uh, what, when we walked was out. Was that island yeah. lake that we were on? And yeah, that was... There were people four-wheelers and stuff whizzing past us but dude that thing is heavy how much how much snow buildup did you have in there did you have any frost or anything i don't think it was cold enough I mean, not it was, really it was 20 25 degrees <clears throat> pretty much days. everything on the skirt fell right off i don't think anything and the inside wasn't really wet so i think we'll be pretty good throughout the weekend i think probably sunday when it's gonna get up higher it's probably gonna get wet but it should be good throughout the week and yeah, we we got pretty lucky for 
for weather. weather. I mean, you remember last year when we were up here, it was... Blizzard. Yeah, well, blizzard. And then what was the temperature? It was... Well, I remember he, we were out on the ice, and he's like, last year we'd have to put the shack up before we can even punch a hole. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold, cold. I mean, those even those thermal houses that we have were, were icing up pretty good last yeah. year. Our augers had to be melted off over the heater if you planned on moving because they would be solid ice before yeah. you you know, you, you could take it to the next spot. I actually didn't even use the, the old pistol bit today. Nope. I pulled up and was getting it out, and Mike just walked over with his eye on, and I just didn't want to mess with it. it it's not. A, I, I got to change something. It's not a very good setup right now. It's the drill. <laughs> Is that because it's black and yellow? <laughs> Maybe. Go ahead, Plum Bob. What do you got to say? Thank you for that. Uh, do we find any slush pockets out there today at all? Okay, he's not even going to touch on that. Well, I would say that is a big part of the problem, that it's black and yellow. If that's what we were touching on there. <clears throat> Close the book. Yep. Next. Slush pockets. Good question. We can move in to that little segment. I didn't find any, but we were, three of us were on sleds, so we were gliding over the top. But what about Mike? Did you find any? Oh, yeah, there was slush out there. Well, where we were hole hopping, just, what was that, to the west of? Yeah, just right, we right off the way of where we were. Just, yeah, just right away, right to the west of where we were, where we were hole hopping, there was slush everywhere. Well, and I, I don't know if you guys, you guys had to have noticed it when you drilled your hole. That it was like, like that first four, four inches, inches of, yeah. was just. Like, you'd start drilling your hole, and then you know how when you finish drilling your hole, you feel it punch through? Right. You would drill for four inches, and then you'd feel that, and then it would drill again. How much ice were you on today? 21. Yeah, 20, 21, something like that. I didn't even measure. I didn't either. So what do you think about the Razor tomorrow? Think that one will be leaving the trailer? Um, I think we'll try it. If if we need to, we're gonna, we got to kind of get out there with the people that we have and just... Kind of see what we're looking at as far as transportation goes. If we if we need it, I, I would. I don't know. I, I think when Wixo gets here, he's he's bringing his glacier, and when he gets here, we'll probably end up. Um, it'll probably get unloaded and driven out there. And if he wants to use it to run back to the to the um, to the resort or what have you, he'll be able to. But I I don't think we'll end up taking it. But based on what I saw today, there's a solid. What would you say, six to twelve inches of snow? At least half a foot. Yeah, there's there's a lot of snow, and old Harold was just giving her, and he made it. He never did have to get pulled out or anything. He he, well, no, well, on, on the way out was a different story. It needed a little manpower to keep moving. But you didn't even have to get pulled out. You just you got pushed out. Yep. Yeah, it was. It wasn't too bad. He was just hopped up in some ruts that were, when we drove through, it got a little deep and got a little stuck, but we pushed him out and kept going. How she far out was that when when he got stuck? Because we were about a 1.3 miles out today. That was probably about the one mile mark. Yeah, right <clears throat> where those pylons were. It was probably 80 yards <laughs> back towards the that was one thing that i thought was kind of funny when we get out there so there's a 
there's a tree or something, some sort of obstruction <clears throat> sticking up out of the ice. And you know how on some lakes where they got inlets or something, they'll, they'll go out and they'll put stakes that say danger, thin ice? Well, this was a stake in the ice that said danger. And I, I'm like, okay, that better not say thin ice because if it does, we got, we're like 20 yards away from it. So if it, if it says thin ice, we're going to have to have a, a safety meeting or somebody's better grab a throw rope because it's not going to end well. But it didn't. It was just marking that obstruction, which was kind of nice. I mean, if you were out there, you know, hauling ass on a snowmobile and came across that tree stump or whatever it is, that well, it was like a four foot diameter. Like concrete post. post or something yeah. yeah you you were not winning that battle no so it's kind of a good thing that they had that out there I, i've never actually seen i've seen only, only time i've ever seen those is for thin ice i've never seen them marking an obstruction right did we go to windland woodland today or six no. mile bay no yeah, we went on a six mile. mile bay the one advantage i guess you could say it's an advantage and a disadvantage the advantage to going to Six Mile Bay is you don't have to buy the road pass. The disadvantage to going to Six Mile Bay is you don't have to buy the road pass. So you have nobody that you can talk to that can tell you where bad ice is, where slush pockets are, where how the fishing has been, nothing like that. Th- that access looked like it was plowed out. It's plowed out down to where you get on the water, yep. and then it's not plowed out anymore. And we were the only ones there. I th- well, no, I think there were two other trucks there, but they had only um, they walked out. They they didn't have a machine or nothing. There was two. At groups, least when I got there, two groups when we were. Yeah, there. there was two other groups. So, they looks, had tracks. Yeah. Well, it seems like all the all the trails that you find out there are are tracks Tracked or snowmobiles. There's, yeah. That's going to be interesting to see tomorrow when we get to Woodland. Um, what what that looks like? Are you guys? Are you guys planning on? I'm talking to Timmy. Are you guys planning on coming out of Woodland with us in the morning? Or I'm not sure. I guess we'll probably look at some points and see where the best place to get to them is. But so I think what I'm going to do tomorrow, Wixo shows up tomorrow morning. Uh, he said he was going to get on the road from Fargo about seven ish. I think we're going to try to be out there before he gets here, so we can kind of tell him he's going to do the Woodland package, which I think it's like 150 bucks. It gives you your pass spot, and then what, a hundred feet of plowed road? Yeah, off of an established road already. Yep. So it's a pretty good deal. And then you yeah. get you get access to their bathrooms, their showers, and their fish cleaning station. Hmm. So that's that's pretty. That's pretty good. I, I think I don't know. If I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that's new this year. I don't think that they they had, had the that package last year. Last year. I know they, they were charging for road passes last year, but Mike said earlier, and I didn't realize it until he said it, but it kind of, last year, it like depended on who you talked to as far as what you had to pay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because we had like f- three three or four different people driving, and I don't think two of them, I don't think there was two people that paid the same. Well, because you guys went out, and then you paid like, what, two days, one day? And then they told you that you were good for the weekend. And then I think like Nate and Nick went out and they paid like three times and they were like, oh, well, you're good for the rest of the weekend or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know if they've got a better, they got to have a better system now as far as. Or if you just buy like if, like if you're out there for a week or four nights, you might as well just pay whatever fee it is instead of doing it every other day. Right. I don't know. I guess it would make sense if they 
if you're just parking in their parking lot, it's X amount of dollars. And if you're actually driving out onto the ice, then it's X amount of dollars. Because then, I mean, I think all of it goes towards the wear and tear on the plow trucks and the fuel for the plow trucks and, right. and everything. So, I mean, it's 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 not a not a bad thing. We're not complaining at all about having to pay to use their roads. It's just it'd be nice if it was more of a, a set deal and not, you know... You know, Sally's going to tell you this, but Johnny over here is going to tell you something else. And then it's different prices for a day or something like that. It's just... Right. Well, we we, ended, we ran into a couple guys from Woodland last year at the hotel, and they told us, they're like, like yeah, don't even pay. Just drive out. <laughs> like, ah, dude, I'm not going to mm. do I feel bad if I just drove out. Right. I mean, especially, I mean, like like we were saying earlier, they, they plow the roads. They know the ice conditions. They can tell you where fish are or where fish have been. Or at least the general area. And following that that Devil's Lake fishing report, there has been good reports coming out of Creel Bay, and they've been catching nice perch, nice walleye, the occasional white bass, pike. I mean, there's it's it's not been bad for fishing. And looking ahead at the weather, next weekend is actually supposed to be. I think next Friday and Saturday, the high is like negative five. Hmm. So there's a cold snap coming this week. There's some snow that's supposed to be moving in, so I think this should we should be on the right side of this system that it should it should produce some some good bites. What did you guys end up day. keeping today? You you, you guys did the we best. Had, out we of had everybody. eight, eight, and I, a handful of them were fourteen to fourteen and three quarters, or whatever. And then we had a nineteen and a quarter, some nice eater walleye. So and those are the best ones. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to get out on a point like that again tomorrow, but then have that really like periodic bite throughout the whole day because we'll almost have a limit for us three if we can by tomorrow would be really nice. Yeah, because then we're probably gonna go see if we can hit some perch or go hit some pike on the short shallow ends or yeah, and there's a lot of good good pike fishing and stuff that takes place out here and right like you said the shallows in that fishing report that we saw they were saying that anywhere from 6 to 14 feet was good and then they were not having any luck between 15 and 30 but 30 plus was good so they said mid mid to late season well we're not late season yet but we're mid season they said that they, they're starting to move out into those deeper basins and they're starting to to get out you know deeper on mid lake humps and and saddles and stuff like that. Cameraman, okay, what are you thinking about over there? You give me the eyes like you want to talk. I ain't got nothing right now. You know, what What's your game plan going into tomorrow? He's gonna put that new rod to work tomorrow. That is step one. <laughs> but uh, you, you got to find a spot to go. Where? What are you thinking? What What depth are you gonna go? What are you? You know, me and Farmer, we haven't done much talking, but I mean that comfy ranger, I'm sure. We'll get a lot done in there, I'm sure. It'll just drive itself right to the perfect spot. I feel like it will. Sometimes you pay for luxuries <laughs> like that when it comes to rangers. <laughs> this is the first year that we've actually had a tracked ranger. Well, no, I take that back. Flash brought one with a couple years ago. Yep. Flash didn't make the trip this year. We're missing Flash, Jacob, Nate, and Nick. Are our and four. Isaac. And Isaac. Yep, those five guys didn't make the trek up this year. They had some stuff going on. But that... You said that this one's a brand new 2022. It's got heat. It's got. <clears throat> yeah, it's, 
It's got all the bells and whistles. I mean, it definitely should be a comfy ride to go out on the ice. It might beat Harold even. Not much will beat Harold. Harold's a champ, man. You can't take out a Honda. You can't. You can't kill a Honda. The Ranger might come in in a close second then. I mean, if you guys think Harold will beat him out. Maybe. You put tracks on Harold, nothing would be unstoppable. <laughs> you might not be able to lift $3, it. $3,800. You might not be able to lift it anymore. But I don't think you'd have to because it wouldn't. It just wouldn't care. It would just go, 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 go. Well, you could probably use it as a boat. Trigger. You might probably use it as a boat in the summer, honestly. Maybe. Those things are bulletproof. It's. I've seen the way that that thing gets treated in the summertime, <laughs> and it's. I just. I don't understand how it's still. It takes the same amount of abuse in the wintertime when it's, you know, cold out. It's getting shoved full of ice. Even mice can't kill a Honda. Nope, they tried. They couldn't do it. Yeah, what was that? That that hasn't been brought up on the podcast yet. When? How did you find that? And what were your thoughts? <laughs> well, I was not happy. Uh, so it gets stored outside at the lake. Um, brought it back to home, getting ready for the trip, or just ice fishing in general. And I figured I better figure out why some of my lights weren't working, and pulled the seat off, and all I seen was a rat's nest literally and i pulled off the other cover that covers the battery and all my wiring harness and it was completely 100 percent packed full chewed up some wires but your initial thought to that had to be oh shit oh yeah 100 percent. because you got the electric shift on there yep so that could have been one wire and right you got <laughs> five neutrals yeah <laughs> <laughs> then you gotta find a wiring harness and figure out how to Luckily, it. I, I do know how to manually shift it, but it's not easy, but you can right. do it. Hmm. Well, I think it's about midnight now, so we're going to wrap this up, go to bed, probably get up around 6, 6.30 tomorrow and put in a, our first full day up here on Devil's Lake. Um, we'll just go round table and everybody can give their closing thoughts. You're, you're not going first. We're going to start with Mike then <laughs> and then Cameraman Covey because he, he's got the shit-eating grin on his face. So, Mike, go ahead. Uh, just be safe out there. Uh, good luck if you're getting out. Mm-hmm. Tight lines. All right. Well, hopefully everybody gets some good luck throughout the next couple weeks. And that's about it. Hopefully we catch some more fish and put some more meat in the freezer i'm just hoping we get to bring some home tomorrow put the new rod to a little action i was honestly expecting worse than that coming from you <laughs> though the way you were looking at me i'll just keep it to myself <laughs> well as always thanks again for tuning in to the north rose outdoors podcast uh this one you're probably going to be hearing it earlier than the next wednesday our normal release date um and that's going to be the same with a couple of these episodes we're going to crank them out pretty quick just because you guys probably don't want to listen to our um, weekend fishing trip for a month so like mike and everybody else said good luck to everybody that's still getting after it out there and remember to check your ice and we're gonna try and come back at you tomorrow with hopefully some more fish catching stories that's not stemming just from timmy i hope timmy catches fish but not just timmy maybe i should learn how to catch some fish 
we're gonna just pack that hub full of everybody tomorrow and <laughs> and figure it out. So see, I even helped Mike out. I gave him a lure, and he was crushing him. He caught one. No, I caught more than one. <laughs> I only kept one. That's fair. That's fair. But that lure, I'd never even heard of that lure. It worked. All right, little bonus tip. What's the lure? It is an Acme Hyperglide or Hyper Rattle. There we go. That's going to be the top trend on Google. If you can find them in stores. That's Mike may have only caught one, but or kept one, but I know Nick didn't catch any. All right, and with that, until next time, we'll get back to you. <laughs>